Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts, to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret, so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket, I took a flyer, and on my space station, I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both platypuses and meteorologists. I hope I needn't become a unifier apologist. So let's wager on success and power up my device. Cause this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Cause this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. Ah, ah, now that's a theme song. Before we get back to the show, I just want to say how much we have loved bringing you shows like Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches or the new Earth Rangers Underground podcast. And especially the new episodes in the Six Minutes feed, the ones about the Cyrus Lost Tapes. And this is when I need to say a big thank you to all our GZM subscribers. Your support makes independent audio like this possible. If you're not a GZM subscriber yet, right now is the time to join for ad-free listening, early access, and more. Show your support and learn more at gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Help us bring you more great shows by becoming a subscriber today. And thank you. Unifier, I see zero test subjects, and what I would like to see is two test subjects, if you please. Unifier operational. Oh, now this looks good. Uh, Taylor, translator, if you please. Oh, excuse me, I'm lost, oh dear. Oh my gosh, this is a very exciting event. Uh, platypus here aboard the, the Unifier, I mean. Wow, there's so much weather here. <gasps> Look outside. Uh, hello, I, I am Professor Jameson Burkhead, and you are aboard my space station slash laboratory known as the Unifier. Welcome aboard. Did I fall off a waterfall? No, I'm so sorry. Gosh, you are adorable. Oh, come on. I've never seen anything like you talk before. I guess I'm not that weird, you know? I'm just like any other creature with a duck's face and a beaver's butt and fish fins. Wow, very exciting to have you. Well, you have a 100% chance of being adorable. You sound like my mom, and honestly, I love it. (laughs) All right, I'm going to seal the two of you inside this unification chamber here. And now, can you see me up here in the observation booth? Oh, hi. Hi, hello, yes. I, as I said, am Professor Jameson Burkhead. This is the greatest scientific experiment in human history, also known as the Unifier. And you two uh, have the distinct pleasure of being my test subjects for the day, in which we hope to bring your minds into a state of conjunction, a process we call unification. Interesting. That sounds 
wonderful. This is just going swimmingly from the get-go. Oh, swimmingly? That's, now you're speaking my language. I live in a river. <laughs> so wait, I know what species you are. You are a... Human being. That's a really good human impersonation. Right? I've heard you guys describe each other. You're a... Human being. That's a pretty good impression. Tell me, from where you are up there, what are the conditions? Clear, I suppose. Okay. Why don't we introduce ourselves to each other? Uh, you on the left, uh, go ahead and, and tell us uh, who you are and where you're from. Animal. Introduction. Hi, well, thank you so much for having me. My name is Dimitri. I am, as I said, a duck-billed platypus, and I'm just your average Joe. Wow, Dimitri, I gotta be honest, this is a real thrill for me because, you know, a duck-billed platypus, one of the most unique animals on the planet, delighted to have you aboard. I take my warm-blooded webbed feet out one at a time, just like everybody else. And uh, you on the right, uh, why don't you tell us uh, who you are, where you're from, and what is it that you do? Human Introduction Hello, good afternoon. I'm Welda the Weather Person, and I'm your meteorologist for today. I will be covering your local weather here in this, I guess, spaceship. And the weather conditions for today seem like they are inside and a little damp. But it looks like, hopefully, it'll be another sunny day in space. It looks like she's talking to a ghost or something. I apologize for taking you out of the, uh, what I assume is television studio that you were doing your weather report from out here in outer space. It's kind of the same weather all the time, so I don't know that you need to, to present anything right now. Same weather all the time? That's fascinating. Where I'm from, there's new weather every single day, and it could be cloudy, and sometimes there's lightning, and sometimes there's wind. Yeah, you're sort of just going through all the weathers, yeah. Oh, no. Am I boring you? No. No, no, no. Now, what's the weather condition from where you're from? All the things that you said pretty much happen where I come from, too. You know, I think most platypi are in the Australia region. And I'm part of WNEP-TV here in sunny Pennsylvania. Uh, well, this might be a perfect opportunity. You know, you're telling us all about the weather. Why don't you just tell us uh, what's a regular day like for a weather person like yourself? Well, I help people understand and prepare for all kinds of weather. I love studying the sky and understanding patterns that can predict weather. Uh, and then I get in front of a green screen and I tell everybody that morning what the weather is going to be in Pennsylvania. I think weather's the best thing in the world. Well, clearly a true lover of meteorology, uh, yes. What do you do, platypus? Firstly, I gotta say, everything that you said was really, really cool to me, and I think the weather is super important. I don't know how you know what the weather is gonna be like, so maybe you're like a wizard or something? Oh no, I just study maps and data and radars. It's just basic stuff, and uh, it's my favorite thing to do. Well, you two seem to be getting along pretty well, so why don't we deactivate the suspension fields, keeping you separated from each other, and allow you to interact with one another physically? Deactivating force field. Oh boy, this is gonna be a little bit of a weird question, but is this entire space station made out of shrimp? Uh, no, uh, Dimitri, I would say almost no part of this space station is made out of shrimp. That is very strange. I don't smell shrimp, but I have so the ability to sense when there is an electrical signal coming from a creature, and when I sense that electrical signal, my nose gets all wiggly. Oh, this is so adorable. I think I know what it is. 
Yes, I expect you're sensing the electricity flowing through the space station, Dimitri, as well uh, as correctly assumed. Hey, Dimitri, what's the weather that all the platypuses, they all are so excited when they look outside their, uh, burrows? Or where do you live? Well, I live inside, uh, you're right, essentially like I live in a little burrow at the side of a river. That sounds so cute, but I must admit I am curious about Welta's question. Any weather preferences among platypuses? I have waterproof skin, or I should say waterproof fur, so it doesn't bother me when it rains or anything like that. It just rolls off my back. Do you guys have that saying in English too? Uh, We do, but uh, we say, most of the time we say duck's back, to be honest. Oh, ducks think they're the only thing that has waterproof skin. I'll show you waterproof skin, duck. Oh, he got mad. He's doing like a fighting stance. Sorry, I got a little bit carried away there for a second. I feel that way, too. Not about ducks, but whenever I'm doing a weather report, they immediately go like, eh, it's not important, moving on. And I'm just like, I was about to tell you about a tornado, but nobody cares. Did they say that at your TV station? It's not important? Yeah. That's really hard. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. I'm so jealous of you because you have waterproof skin. I wish I had that, too. I have to wear a raincoat. You know, every person is different, and I guess I love that about myself. I I know that I'm not, like, that strange. I'm pretty much like every other creature, you know? It's really not true. I love the fact that, you know, there are very small differences, and we can find interesting things about ourselves. I mean, I do have a poisonous barb on the bottom of my foot. Is that true about platypi? That is 100% true. I have a poisonous barb on the bottom of my foot. It is unlike any other venom from any other creature. Just one of the most unique animals on Earth. I don't know. You guys have a poisonous barb, right? We never, don't, never, Dimitri. Not never. at all. I, I thought that everybody had a poisonous barb, but I guess I'm, I guess I'm different. You know, Dimitri, I'm not sure if you know this, but you're, you're sort of famously one of the most unusual animals on Earth. I, I am famously strange? Yes, well, you know, because you have the sort of duck bill here. Yep, so normal. Uh, well, typically only ducks have those. Did a duck tell you that only a duck has a duck bill? Because that's the kind of stuff that I do not take from ducks. I'm sorry. That's okay, I understand. To call it a duck-billed platypus is like a little reductive to platypi, I think. My bill is not even like a duck's really that much. A duck's bill is hard and mine is pliable so that I can get into the dirt near a, a riverbed and search for shrimp. That makes sense. Uh, Wilda, what's the forecast for tomorrow? Uh, good weather for shrimp hunting? Tomorrow it's going to be 53 degrees Fahrenheit, but the real feel is going to be 51 degrees. Now, how do you determine that, Welda? How, how do you know in advance what the temperature's going to be? That's a good question. Sometimes weather of the past can predict how the weather is going to be, but really it's based on real facts. Wait, we're in space. Indeed we are. And up here, no need for information from a satellite. You can just look for yourself at the cloud formation. And with the right humidity, wind, atmospheric pressure, temperature, clouds, and precipitation, a rainstorm can happen. That's very interesting. So you use information you get from space, and you sort of interpret that, and that tells you what the weather is going to be. And tornadoes are when a warm air front collides with a cold air front, and it creates a narrow rotating column of air from a thunderstorm. I mean, can you imagine how just because air is one way in one area and one way in another, it can create a cyclone? That's incredible! It certainly is. Well, why don't we forge onward to the next stage of the experiment, the introduction of a random object, a.k.a. the IRO. Taylor, go ahead and commence the IRO drop, if you would. Ooh, careful. Introduction of random object. Ooh, careful. Oh, 
It's a kiddie pool. It's like a tiny river. Wee! Aw, look at Dimitri! <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so adorable. Be careful, Dimitri, because a whirlpool can happen. It's a body of swirling water formed when two opposing currents meet. I've seen these at the base of a waterfall when I accidentally fall off of a waterfall from time to time. Gosh, that sounds so adorable. So you're saying that if I was to create a little current like this with my beaver-like tail, uh-huh. but it's different from a beaver-like tail because my tail, and then you were to create a current... Look, it's a whirlpool. Careful, Dimitri. Don't get sucked in. Oh, no! Oh, no, no, no. He's just, he's just I'm joking. just kidding. I'm a uh, really good swimmer. Well, that makes sense. I don't know why I was so worried. You know, I've learned so much from you. I feel like the people who you work with don't appreciate how knowledgeable you are. Can I tell you something that might come as a little bit of a surprise to you? I feel a little bit weird myself. Really? I know you wouldn't think it to look at me, because I'm just like every other creature. Like, people don't get what it is to be me. Oh, I can definitely relate. I think a platypus and a weather person have a lot alike. Yeah, I mean, you do not have a bill. And that is like a big difference between the two of us. Also, my body's not weatherproof at all. But in some ways, that's kind of cool. Because that means that you get to experience water in a totally different way than I do. Like, I don't know what it's like to really feel wet. Oh, that's true, Dimitri. My, what an interesting perspective. Hey, do you want to start a podcast? What? Connection. Building. Oh, and now our unification uh, level is increasing. Dude, let's, uh, keep going with this line of thought. Yeah. I don't know, uh, the idea of having a platypus and a weather person together talking about uh, different life experiences and how we feel a little bit odd, but at the same time, talking about rivers and waterways and, and hurricanes and tornadoes and... So you're saying that we would just talk about the things that we think are interesting? It would be an honor to get a chance to talk about anything with you. This collaboration is, is generating uh, excellent unification results. Uh, please continue, uh, try making the podcast right now. Here, I'll record. Okay, I'll start it off. Um, welcome to the podcast. It's the intersection of platypus and weather. It's... Bill, you be, be my, my friend. friend. I, Bill. Thanks for joining us. We're speaking to other people about weather, about rivers, and about anything else that we love, hoping to find the people that we connect with. But there will be no ducks on our show. No ducks. Ducks allowed. No, ducks allowed. Unless you're really nice, then yeah, you can Yeah, you're nice. Unification complete. Well, wouldn't you know it, this potential platypus weather podcast collaboration has uh, brought us to a full unification. Congratulations to you both. Whoa, I don't know what that means, but I guess you're right. <laughs> of course, well, there's no need to bother with the intricacies of unification, especially not for an adorable platypus like yourself. Get out! Here. No, you get out of here. Oh, come on. <laughs> Little me. <laughs> I don't fall into the kiddie pool. Oh, I'm splashing. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations to you both. Excellent work. Uh, however, upon achieving unification, uh, you will be sent back to Earth in about 20 seconds. So, uh, uh, if you have anything to say to each other, I would do it now. Uh, if you Unifier need to find me, I'm down. at the river past the tree, and required. then the rock on the right. And the weather for next week is Unifier looking, well, really sunny Safety and nice. Back required. to you in studio. <laughs> well, Unifier wonderful to hear. Congratulations Safety to you both, and goodbye. <laughs> Wow, Taylor, we are going to have to look out for that podcast. Feel you be my friend. That's so clever. I really love that. I really, really love that. Because this is the time 
Honestly, I'm working here in the Unifier. I don't have time for to listen to all that many podcasts, but they sound like a lot of fun. Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of Six Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes... We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube.